Hello and welcome everybody back to the next episode of the Principal Podcast. Today I am joined by Mrs. Amy Walsh. Amy is the kindergarten teacher at Harding Grade School. Hello, Amy. Hello. Uh, today our big point of discussion, we're going to talk about kindergarten readiness and what parents can do to help prepare their kiddos for kindergarten. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, take a few moments, talk about what's happening at Harding Grade School. Um, we'd like to recognize our ACE Students of the Month. One of them is in Mrs. Walsh's class. And for kindergarten, that is Elliot Breeding. And let's see, first grade is Caleb Duffy. Second grade, Mia Banowski. Third grade, Gavin Shimizu. And fourth grade, Avery Willett. Congratulations to all those kiddos. I know even your kiddo there does a great job, doesn't he, Amy? Yes, he does. Uh, next, we have a whole bunch of stuff coming up here in the near future. Lots of fun activities going on at Harding. On April 4th, we have Grandparents Day, and that's in conjunction with our book fair. Um, and I believe that is 1 o'clock to 2.30, right? Yes. Um, you want to talk about a little bit? What do you do with your with your class, with your students during that time? Okay, with, with kindergarten, um, we make a cookie... Uh, jar ingredients jar so very cool the grandparents help the child measure out the ingredients and then when they take it home they can make the cookies together excellent sounds like a fun activity so what happens are the parent grandparents can come okay. for that time it's 1 to 2 30 again that's on thursday april 4th and grandparents just come into the classroom they'll do a craft activity no matter what class or grade they're in come in with the kiddos do a craft they can also visit the book fair yeah. we're going to have set up it'll be in the gym so there's lots of room uh, to move around and then we'll also have uh, cookies and punch provided by the pto that'll be in the cafeteria so grandparents and their grandkids can take turns kind of going around the building and checking those different things out so hopefully grandparents hopefully you can all join us on that day uh, also coming up in April, we have our Spring Fine Arts Showcase. That's kindergarten through fourth grade. That will be on April the 11th. Um, and the way that works, there are two performances. We have a morning performance that's at, I believe, 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Uh, and that's in the Serena Middle School gym because we join up with um, Sheridan Grade School and their students. Uh, from across the district so there's a nine o'clock in the morning performance and then it's six o'clock in the evening um, in addition in the evening we will have an art showcase um, some of the artwork that all the kids um, from across the district k through four have some of their artwork on display in the hallway so we hope uh, you'll join us for that also coming up in April, on April the 12th, we have Family Skate Night. Uh, PTO is sponsoring that. That's at the Paramount Skating Rink in Ottawa from 5 to 7. So that's always a big turnout, uh, a very fun activity for our families. And the following day, on April the 13th, we have our reading incentive, the Kane County Cougars baseball game. Uh, we're going to be going up there, lots of uh, kiddos and their families to that game and i believe the game starts at one o'clock that day so our kids i believe they all get a ticket and they also get a meal voucher so they get a, a free meal and drink and and all that stuff so that should be a fun a fun day um and then our pto is hosting uh the, our first annual drawdown parents night out that's going to be a really fun event it's going to be hosted at the Com harding community building um, on saturday april 27th so if you haven't already done so you can purchase tickets for that event uh, we're selling them in the school office you can also go to uh, the cantlin law firm in ottawa 
as well as uh, C230 in Ottawa, and I'm forgetting one, the Wedron Office. Yep, so you can stop at any of those places and pick up your tickets for that event. So only selling 300 tickets, I believe, and the way the drawdown works is there's um, select tickets. When they get picked, they're going to win, I think it's $100, $300, or $1,500. So you can definitely win some big bucks, some big bucks at that event. Hope to see folks out at that event. Um, so our main point of discussion, discussion, right, Mrs. Walsh, is kindergarten readiness. And who would know better than our very own kindergarten teacher? So let's start with um, what are the big things that you see? What are the big skills that, that we need to see our kindergartners coming to school with? What are, what are those things? What do you see? Okay. Um, when they come in, it, it's very helpful to me if they can write their name. Yep. Um, I know a lot of kids can write their name, but they still do not always know what those letters are called. Sure. So sure. a good skill to work on at home is if they write their name. As a parent, you may cut the letters apart, mix yeah. them up, have them build it again, sure, sure. and just keep working on those letters, what they are. Yep. Another great thing is um, to make sure they write with a capital letter as the first one, and then yep. use lowercase letters yeah, after that. Yeah, That's a bad habit. Yeah. I think some kids, they get into that habit young, yeah. before right. kindergarten, right. and it's a really hard right. habit for teachers to break. And the yeah. capitals are easier to remember and easier for them sure. to learn, so we do start there, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's a bad habit. Absolutely. What else? What other stuff's big and important for them to know? Okay, um, another thing is just, you know, to keep them coloring. A lot of yeah. kids do not color anymore, and uh, it's a great skill to have. So coloring, using crayons, um, size-wise, I know they make many sizes anymore. They have jumbo, they have large, they have skinny. Um, I do like the triangle-shaped crayons as they're learning okay. their grip. Yeah, so yeah. So most stores sell those anymore. Yeah, um, so that comes down to the grip. That's a big thing. Yeah with with parents is really focus on how is your kid holding that crayon because i think when they're younger you know maybe two years old three years old and as they're four years old they're holding it a variety of different sure. ways right right so right with that triangle crayon it's going to kind of force them yep. to start using the correct grip yeah and it's a readiness skill i mean they yeah. do start just you know holding it with their whole hand and yep. as we as they grow you just kind of show them a different the next one say try yeah. it like this try it like this sure. and, and they're fine with that they they don't mind being shown how to hold a crayon yeah, so absolutely no that's very good very good point very good point what else what else is important for um them to know? we do a lot of cutting at the beginning and and a lot of kids have never cut before uh -huh. so it's if they haven't done that um, it's good to practice that a little bit at home so that they're not cutting their hair or cutting <laughs> their clothes or other things that can happen. And so it happens, right? It, it does happen. <laughs> you probably could go back and count. You yeah. probably couldn't count. There's so many oh, yeah. that have cut their hair and oh, their yeah. clothes. Always and... right before pictures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Par for the course. Par yes, for the yes, course. Yes, yes. Well, good. Good. Yeah. And uh, so what about, because I'm sure a lot of parents are thinking, well, does my kid need to know all the letters? Do they need to know all the numbers, all the colors? Mm -hmm. what, what about that stuff? Kind of the big ticket stuff. What, okay. are they, what do they need to know? Yeah. So for numbers at the beginning, we work on counting to 10. Um, yeah. And they don't have to be able to identify all the numbers. We will yeah. start there. Um, even if you just start one through five is great. But another important skill is is touching things as they count. Sure. Because a lot of times they can just memorize and, and count their numbers to yep. 10. Yep. But touching and counting 
toys, counting silverware, counting things as they're yeah. working at home. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a good skill to practice. Yeah. It's almost like they've learned counting by like it's just a song. Just like they just remember yep. the lyrics of the song, but sure. they don't realize that it means <laughs> each <something>. number actually <laughs> means something. Right. So that's a very good point. Very good yeah. point. And that's good for parents to know. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Um, what about letters? Um, letters, I we will cover all the letters, um, and we will cover them as a capital and a lowercase. Um, as the beginning of the year, if they know at least the letters of their name, that is yeah. a great start. Okay. Um, so that's good. And saying the ABCs is great, yeah. but that's another skill that if you write it out and you touch the letters, because a lot of kids think LMNOP is one letter. <laughs> so, you know, so touching them as they go is a good practice skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I remember <laughs> when I was younger, I remember. Uh, a friend of mine that always thought LMNO mm -hmm. is one letter. <laughs> it's just one letter. Yep. Very good point. Yep. So, yeah, I like that. Touch mm -hmm. them, identify the actual letters. Very good. Um, like um, I've seen puzzles where you actually take the, the letters and they fit in the certain right. spots. You yeah. Know, that's, that, that could be a very good activity. Puzzles is another great skill yeah. to be working on. Yeah. And I know a lot of parents say it's hard to find um puzzles that are only 12 pieces or 10 yeah. pieces and it, it is hard to find uh -huh. them but that is a great skill to work on i mean it, and it's funny the kids that can do it and the yeah. kids that you know have never done it before sure sure and you know speaking of that puzzles and not being able to find certain ones uh, a good resource locally is um just in ottawa mm -hmm. rock paper scissors i mm -hmm. believe is the name of the store yep. a lot of good um manipulative type toys like yeah. that, that that are good for kids so that's a good resource that i think parents in our community that. could could uh utilize yes um what about colors what what do they need to know all their colors which it, ones do they yep. need which it ones is do they not nice need to know? we will work on the colors um it is great help we start there to know yeah. to identify the colors then we will go through them again and actually be spelling them and reading them and yeah. as the year goes on but yeah. at the beginning just to know their um, eight basic colors is okay. great help. I always start with their crayons, only putting eight crayons in their box, because if you go more than that, you have two blues, two purples, and it gets confusing. So. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, long story short, parents, you don't need to buy the Crayola box that has the 120 no. crayons with the built-in sharpener in the back. <laughs> no. And really try not to buy the cutesy mermaid uh -huh. other ones because they're not the true colors. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. They're kind of sparkly, and yes, they're fun, but just keep those at home and do yeah. your basic eight Crayola colors. There for you school. go. And I believe our supply list specifies yes. Yes. eight color crayon pack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good to know. Um, mm -hmm. Don't buy the Paw Patrol right. or whatever crayon, Little Mermaid crayons. Buy mm -hmm. just the regular old Crayola, old school yep. crayon box. That's Works good to the know. Best. Good to know. Well, very good. Um, are there any other big things we're missing that we want those kiddos to come in day one with? Yeah, I mean, getting along with others. I mean, some kids yeah. aren't used to playing with other sure, kids, and, sure. and that's a big big part when we come to school. Yep. So. It, it, it sounds funny when, when you talk about, like, <laughs> I think parents sometimes think, like, oh, it's, it's playtime in kindergarten. Oh, that's just playtime. Right. It's right. like, but that really is an important time for our right. kiddos, believe it or not, um, that playtime, just learning to socially interact with one another. Um, so I think if our parents, any opportunity you can get for your kiddo, you know, maybe before they enter school, maybe their group of friends isn't very big. You know, maybe it might just be relatives or close family friends. Yep. 
for the most part, but any opportunities you can get for those kids to branch out and play with other, you know, play with other kids if it's YMCA programming or, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, and, and we start there even before we have playtime. We, we go through it, and it's not just a free-for-all. We talk yeah. about the yeah. rules and, and how other children feel if you do this to them. You know, you talk about, sure. you know, feelings a little bit. Yeah. So. So that's one of those things I think we we don't necessarily think of it as a kindergarten readiness skill, but that is one that is actually really important. It's always funny to me is um, the first day of school every year, kindergarten. Okay, kindergarten, we're going to line up to head down to the classroom and whoa. What's a line? (laughs) The kids are, what? I do what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) For lack of a better term, it's like herding cats. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yep. But we do learn that. Yeah. We will get there. So, speaking of play, Mm -hmm. uh, I think a good point to mention is, and I know you've mentioned this before, is less screen time and more play time. Yeah. So, elaborate. Well, you know, I think nowadays everyone wants the best for their children, and they they think to keep up with the Joneses, they need to be on the screen and watch this or play yeah, this yeah. app or this game. And, and there is a point for that, but but not too much time sure. because gross motor playing is, is yeah, by far at this yeah. age the best time to do right, it. Right, absolutely. I think very much at the young ages that physical playing and, you know, using your fine gross motor skills are very, very important. I mean, you're not going to find anybody in the world – is more of a you know a, a proponent for technology use and integration in the sure. classroom, but I, I I feel very strongly at the young ages like kids just need to be able to physically play and yeah. you know they need to use their imagination and and interact with one another. It's very very important. Yeah, and, and as we think about ourselves, when you have a job, you need to work with others, and yep. and that's how we learn it at the beginning is how yep. to play with others. Sure, so. sure. And and our society and our culture is shifting; it's changing. It um, and I think our expectations of our younger kids is different. But it is. but uh, we got to keep at the forefront that these things are important for our kiddos. Um, but a couple of things. So, I mean, obviously, we still want our kids to be able to use technology and use tablets or computers or, or whatever it might be. Um, however, we got to use it for productive uses. So in in your professional opinion, what are some good recommendations for if kids are going to be on devices, tablets or phones or whatever it might be, what are some good apps or videos that maybe parents could utilize with them? Okay. Yeah. For apps, I mean, there are a lot of... Um good apps that parents probably have on their phone or that they can get but some of those apps are just um more play apps so it's things like abc uh, and and starfall are really good apps that work on letters and they work on numbers but they also have the fun game component within it sure so they like that Parents, if you're wondering, because I know she said it kind of quick, ABC Ya, yeah. yeah, it's it's ABC Y A. Yes. Yeah, ABC yes. Ya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very good resource. Starfall, yep. that the, it's another good, solid resource that's been around for a long time. It's very good yep. helping kids develop PBS those skills. Kids has yep. good ones too. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And parents, you know, if you're searching the app store, you know, you can read reviews and see what other parents maybe are saying about sure. stuff. You can do some research online on what good apps are um, for kids. Um, and believe it or not, it, Fortnite's probably not on the list. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't think Fortnite's on the list. No. Although many of our kids have definitely spent some time playing Fortnite. Yeah, I'm sure they have. Um, 
And another video that's really good. Yes. Um, I like the Letter Factory leapfrog videos. They do make many. Um, The Letter Factory is a great one for letters. It talks about the name of the letter, the sound it makes, and it's a very musical and the kids really enjoy it yeah yeah they have number ones too they have shapes they have many different videos yep yep. leapfrogs the uh, i'm sure parents have seen Mm -hmm. it usually in the aisle at walmart or target or wherever usually there's like a whole aisle (laughs) or at least a half of an aisle that's all leapfrog stuff um typically the majority of the stuff they put out is pretty good it really is it's pretty good for kids um The Letter Factory is a specific title. It's a DVD. I think you can find it online as well. Um, It's very good. There's like not a limit to how many times you could have your kid watch that video. Right. It's just the more they watch it, the better they're going to be. Because like you said, it goes over the name and the sound. Yeah. It's all good stuff for kids. And the other good thing about those is they're, you know, 20 minutes to 30 minutes, which is a good plenty of time. I mean, the kids aren't going to want to sit much longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I know what we've done in the past is if we have our kiddos in kindergarten throughout the school year that they're struggling, we'll send a link to the parents saying, hey, here's this video. It's online. Just whenever you get time, like, boom, let your kid watch it. Right. It's going to be good. I know kind of counter to what we were just saying about keep your kids off. You but know, there's a time and, and a place. That's right. right. Exactly. Use it for the good. Um, don't let the kids overuse it. You know, monitor right. their screen time and what they're doing because it can be a little harmful at a certain point if they're spending too much time on those devices. Yep, it's a balance. Yeah. So we did just have our kindergarten roundup, um, mm-hmm. kind of getting all of our kiddos lined up for next year. So all those parents out there that maybe they've they've um, come and they've registered their kid for next year. What advice do you have for those parents as they're from, from now until the start of next school year? What what are some things they can be working on with their kids? Okay. Um, you know, even just your basic giving them a job to do at home. Yeah. You know, make their bed, pick up their toys. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about playing time with others, and we talked about coloring and that kind of stuff that's always great. But listening, following directions, you know, maybe it's a two-step direction. Yep. I want you to make your bed and then put these toys away. Oh, that's a good then point. Then come see me and see if they can do both of those without you saying, oh, you forgot. So That's a really good point. Yeah. Multi-step directions. Yep. No, very good. And I know you touched on some other things, talking about working on their grip, mm-hmm. holding crayons. Um, you talked about cutting a little bit, yep. learning letters, numbers, identifying them. Um, working on their name, all things they can be working on over the summer months, right? Yep. Well, very good. And just listening to a story, you know. Yeah. Read a story to them at night or just even listening in conversation. Sure. You know, when you're sitting at dinner, try to put your phones and things away and just just talk to each other. Yeah, absolutely. And and always remember there's a kiddo in the room and they're listening. (laughs) They hear everything. They're like a sponge, right? Mm -hmm. Absorbing everything you say. Their language development and everything is definitely based on what they're hearing um, Mm -hmm. at home from parents, from siblings or family or friends or whoever it might be so right and just learning to take turns talking you know there's a time to listen and then there's a time for your turn to talk absolutely so well hopefully this gives our parents a little better insight of what what it means to be a kindergartner coming in the door what what skills they need what they can work on um to be successful day one because really believe it or not that kindergarten year sets that foundation for it does the whole way all the way through high school and possibly college and career and you're laying that foundation so it's very very important to get started on the right foot 
Yep, it, it really is. So, um, with that being said, we're going to wrap up. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. So, if you don't already, you can subscribe to the podcast on um, Spotify, iTunes, all major podcasting platforms. Check us out on theprincipalpodcast.com. And I'd like to thank Mrs. Walsh for joining us today. Thank you. Um, appreciate it. And if by any chance, parents, you do have questions about your kiddo and, and starting kindergarten, feel free to reach out to us at the school or reach out to Mrs. Walsh, and we'd be more than happy to help you out. Um, thanks again for listening. <laughs>